Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Hi, people. This is DJ. This is Ish. And this is season three of Better Let Me Tell You. Listeners, welcome to episode 130 of wow, Pero Let Me Tell You. Yeah, 130. We 130. finally made it to the 130. We finally made it. Congrats. Congrats. <laughs> so this week is kind of sort of a interesting week in which we... It's been an interesting week it, in my life. It's been a very interesting week uh, with Ish having appeared at the uh, presidential town hall. So, you know, usually we start our episodes with a little bit of banter before we start our actual, you know conversation but today we are gonna jump right into it so you know a lot of people have been um texting us and dming us that they wanted to know what really happened in this town hall so we're gonna discuss all that in detail um this is why this is pero let me tell you so you know (laughs) Get ready for the ride. Okay. So I, I guess today's guest is, me. is you. It's me. Yeah, I guess by default, the, the guest is me. So to, to recap a little bit, on uh, Tuesday, I believe, Monday. of this uh, Monday of this week, uh, this past week, mm-hmm. it was there was a pre- presidential town hall here in Miami. Mm-hmm. And um, that was not under a bypass. <laughs> yes. And we'll get back to that yeah, in yeah, a minute. Yeah. Um, there was a presidential town hall here in Miami hosted by Lester Holt of NBC News. And um, our very own Ish had the distinction and the honor to be able to ask uh, Joe Biden a question. And, you know, these town halls usually are very important because um, it's real people asking real questions that really concern the public. And they're often seen as... Um, Kind of like a make it or break it point for candidates, depending on how they answer. So we want to talk a little bit about, obviously, that situation and what led us here. So, Ismael. Well, since you asked so nicely. Um, so a couple of weeks ago, I actually... Oh, here's the card Sorry. that made national yeah. TV. Yes, yeah. I have the card here. So 
Um, actually, let's go back a little further. Um, a while back, as you guys may remember, I was on MSNBC mm-hmm. um, with a basically when they declared Joe Biden's nomination. And they had three people uh, watching the nomination and then discussing it. Um, essentially, right. undecided voters. Which, for fact checkers, we actually spoke about that here in right. the podcast some episodes back. And we right. had discussed how I, I was originally contacted us because of the podcast. Right. Um, because, you know, we have a, a podcast and we're on season three. And, right. and you know, we were on the radar of, of you know, the, right. these um, different media outlets. And they originally, con- they originally contacted us but spoke to me first. And after do, doing a pre-screening with me, the producers felt that that wasn't for me. It wasn't the right. I wasn't the right fit because I'm a very I'm a, a hardcore liberal and Democrat, right. and I have always known who I'm going to vote for. So I was not a match for that because they were looking for people who were a little bit more ambiguous and right. not so much voting on party lines, and their vote was kind of up in the air. And that is how they got to it. Exactly. So. That's, how, that's how I wound up on, on cable, uh, making my cable debut. So, you know, I was on that show uh, or whatever, what have you, you know. Um, and that was during the Democratic National that Convention. That was the convention, correct. Right. And, you know, ultimately, and and there's a quote of me even saying something to this effect, which is just like, you know, at the end of the day, you know, is Joe Biden the, the, the candidate for that? I don't know. We'll have to see. Okay. Now, it's no secret that on this show, we've, I, I mean, we've criticized left, right, and center, quite frankly. I, mm-hmm. I At least I have. But what have you? Okay. So I get a call from NBC saying, you know, hey, there's going to be this town hall. With Joe Biden. And 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 to, to go back because I, I, I want to distinguish the timeline very I want it to be very distinctive. So you were on MSNBC with a couple of other people correct. watching the Democratic National Convention mm-hmm. on the night of Joe Biden's speech. Correct, correct. And the interviewer conversation that they had with you as well as with the other people mm-hmm. was what your thoughts were about Joe Biden's speech. It wasn't so much who are you going to vote for, correct? You're so saying. you never on the record said, I am voting for Joe Biden. Correct. Right. Okay. Correct. That's what I wanted to establish. Okay, so okay. let's move on. So let's move on now so about now, a month, a month, month and, and a half later. <laughs> yeah. You get a call again now from NBC. From NBC. This Correct. was MSNBC first. Correct. And now we're at NBC. At NBC, yes. Okay. So I get the call and, you know, I, I I will say I do not recall them saying that this was a panel for undecided voters. Okay. I, and I say that very clearly because I do not recall them saying that to me. I do recall them saying, you know, well... You know, we're having this town hall. We want somebody to come and ask questions, and you were recommended to us. And I was like, "Oh, okay, cool. It was recommended." Um, you know, and we went back and forth, and they asked me what question would you ask, and I, I, you know, I, I presented the initial, the initial germ of the question that ultimately I made on air. Um, I had to send that to them in writing, because again, since it is live television, they don't want you to get up there and be like, you know. So, motherfucker, what the fuck? You know what I mean? Right. Again, you can still do it. It's live TV, right? right? But they want to make sure, and that's a standard practice for live television. You know, it's not censorship. It's just, look, we need to make sure that you're not going to get up there and say the right. right? Right. Okay. So back and forth, back and forth. But let me ask you before you continue with that. Were you ever told that, because you say that, yes, you had to give them your question 
beforehand. Mm-hmm. Were you ever told that he knew what questions he was going to get? Because I, I was be- no, I was actually not not told that, and I will say that because um, I believe that in town hall meetings they, they do they not, not know know right. the question. That is my understanding. Right. That is my understanding. Right. Yeah. So so you so again in town hall meetings generally the candidate does not know the question so they can't be prepared for it and nor were you ever told that Joe Biden's camp was going to know the questions right. you and everybody right. else was asking okay go again ahead. I was never told that so you know lots of back and forth and they call me and they're like oh you know what you're you're a finalist for the again. I don't know because there was just like me, there was several other people there with questions who did not get to ask their question. So I didn't know if I was going to be on air or ask a question literally until I was sitting in that audience. So when Lester Holt called your name, you're like, oh, well, I mean, like, 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 Price is Right. right. Um, Actually, (laughs) actually, I wish it was that exciting. Um, You know, like before the commercial break came back, they basically came and got me. It was like, okay, you're, you're up. You go and you stand here and you're going to stand here and you're going to. So you, you had confirmation that you were going to actually ask the question only a few moments when I was basically, basically when I was there. Right. When I was there, not beforehand or anything like that. They kept saying, you're a finalist, you're a finalist, but I don't... Right, know, because there were I, a I lot of people there. There were a lot of people there and a lot of people who had their... their um, cards. The, the cards, the question, right. correct. So, you know, they, they... Okay, great, come on, it's your turn, whatever. I get up there, I ask my question, um, which I'm actually going to read now because I just have the, I have the card still here with me. Um, that card has been seen all over the world. So now. it's... <laughs> so I, I said, you know, um, it seems now more than ever... There's a divisiveness in the country that goes beyond disagreeing with policy or whether the right decision was or wasn't made, but rather you're either with me or against me. I feel the role of president should be to unify as much as possible. What three actions will you take when president to get us back to one country versus several small fiefdoms trying to out yell each other about why they are right? Okay, so let's go on the record. Okay, so... Was that the question you wrote? Yes. So that question that you read on air from a card yes. was a question that you wrote. I mean, you've known me for 30 years. Who else but me would, but, put, would the, put fiefdom right. in a question? Right. <laughs> That's true. But uh, but not everybody listening does. Right. So that is a question that you wrote. Yes. Nobody told you to write that question. No. I feel I'm in a deposition. Nobody told, I'm you, like, I'm, I'm nobody a, told you to write that question. No. Nobody inclined you. Nobody gave you an inclination as no. to the subject. No, 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 no. Right. Nobody came up to you and said, hey, wh- why don't you maybe ask about this? No. From the beginning, they said, what question would you ask? And from the beginning, Mike, I mean, this is the this is me, you know, after I thought about it after the initial call, when they said, okay, write your question down and send it to us. But from the beginning, I told them my question would have to be about how to unify this country. Which is a very, very good question that I think a lot of people... You know, because everybody asks about policy. Obviously, your question is not so much about policy. It's more about practice. Well, because the thing is also, I didn't want to go in and ask a, a bipartisan question, shall we say, you know, or, or something that seemed like I was favoring one side or the other, whatever that would be, because I know perception is, is you know, is in the eye of the beholder. I really wanted a question that I felt anybody could theoretically get behind. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because who who wouldn't want to so unify you, country? So you asked your question. Yes. So NBC simply 
obviously they knew the you told them the question you wrote it right. they approved it to make sure it was okay for right, primetime television exactly yes right yes and they no Janet Jackson here they put it in a card yes right okay so again what you were reading just like everyone else said, in the time in, in the town hall mm-hmm. were your words for my question and my card my words yes, yes. I can't speak to anybody else but I can yes. speak to me yes and and to your knowledge Joe Biden nor nobody there knew that from his camp at least that this was a question you were asking that as far as I know okay so you asked a question to Joe Biden yes Joe Biden answers what did you think of his answer I'm still trying to figure out what the hell he said. Right. So I'm not gonna lie. And, so I and the back, minute that the minute that Lester Holt even said like you know, but but I don't know if you call them Mr. Vice President or Mr. Biden. Um, you know, he said, but I don't think you've answered Ismail's question. And I always yeah. I've been kind of joking. Yeah, I've been kind of joking that if they had panned the camera on me at that moment, you probably would have seen my face kind of go like, yeah, no, he really kind of has. So it. it's it's funny because I've seen the clip about a hundred times, <laughs> and. He answered the question, but he sort of like rambled about certain things. And, it was, and I when know. I mean, it whereas was... I, I thought he could have been a lot more cons- because if you listen to his dialogue, he did say first, second, third, right? But right, but he said first and then started talking about Teddy Kennedy and Bob right. Dole, and then right. second, and it was about some kid with crutches that got adopted, right? And then third, I'm like. I, I yes, the numbers were there. Right. But so he, he didn't could, he could have certainly been a lot more clearer and concise as to that question because that question, although very, very important and very relevant, I don't think it's a hard question to answer. Especially that's not a policy driven question. So it's not like, right. well, you know, based on budgets and based on based on this. Right. Right. That's more based on character and, and right. And personality. What would he do right. within the powers of the presidency, being who he is, right. to unify the country? So, so I, I mean, people have asked me, like, do I feel that like he answered my question? And I would have to say, I don't feel he answered my question yeah. because I don't. I, I think that again, you should be able to answer it concisely. Uh, yeah. And so any, I don't any, think he answered answer my question. You have to dissect. Is not an answer. It's not an answer. It's um, not an answer. If I have to go in there and decipher and start pulling things away, you didn't answer my question. So. Joe Biden answers, we weren't exactly thrilled about the answer, but nonetheless, this was on Monday night, you and I were extremely happy because, you know, again, you were there, which, you know, that, that's, it's a great honor to be picked to be at a I, town hall. You know, hall. I, I, I will um, say that, it, yes. it was It was a great moment for our podcast because directly, well, this was a direct kind of correlation because of our podcast yeah they eventually got to you so um so that was like a great moment for us so we are on monday night like kind of on this high enjoying this moment yep. um you were on prime time uh network network yes, no longer cable. Network. no longer cable. lester holt called you ismail dayano yes <laughs> so all you know we were having a great moment so Tuesday rolls around. Tuesday rolls around. And what happened on Tuesday? So Tuesday rolls around, and toward the end of the day, I get an email from a friend with a link saying, "Hey, you're, you know, oh, you're you're you know, you're in the news or something to that effect." And I was just like, "Well, yeah, I mean, I was I was on TV yesterday." Um, and the headline reads something to the effect of, "And." Undecided voters on NBC's, uh, and I know I'm going to massacre the headline, uh, undecided voters on NBC's town hall 
show up as are, are are actually decided voters or something to that effect. And it and then what it does is it goes on to show how myself and this other gentleman were on the MSNBC thing. There's also the fact that, like I said earlier, I do not recall them telling me that this was an undecided voter town hall. So when I'm sitting there, literally as we're going live, and I hear Lester Holt say, oh, this is a town hall with, with, you know, with undecided voters. The first thought I had was, huh, okay, that, you know, that's interesting. But at that point, I'm also not going to get up and walk away because there are a hell of a lot of Secret Service men there, and I was not about to play with them. Um, you know, so I was like, okay, whatever, you know, but I didn't think anything of it at that point. And again, remember, I, you know, I really don't know if I'm going to be selected at all. Right. So, you know. And, but wait, 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 the most important thing here, because I actually have your quote here from, that you told MSNBC. Okay. You told MSNBC, because remember, now they're accusing you and everybody, the other, Mm -hmm. the other gentlemen, Mm -hmm. they're accusing you of being plants. Correct. That they planted you there. Right. That you were Joe Biden supporters, or right. you had told, uh, you had gone on the record saying that Joe Biden had spoken to you, uh, that you're voting for Joe correct, Biden, correct. right? Based on the appearance that you made on MSNBC correct. during his speech, after his speech at the Democratic National Convention. So this was actually your quote that okay. evening as to Joe Biden's speech at the DNC. Mm-hmm. Something that Joe Biden said during his speech that resonated with me was was what defines America is a possibility. Yes. Right. So that's what you said. But, you know, I, I, I guess maybe I wasn't as fervent about what I was saying. Well, but, but but that's why they use that, because there was nothing necessarily that I was saying but, that was Right, but no, no. But let's talk about you. Because if you're being accused of being, of being a, plant. a plant, and you're being accused of saying that you were supporting, supporting Joe Biden, mm-hmm. then you need to show me a record that says that you said... Saying that you voted for Joe, that you are voting for Joe Biden, or that your mind was made up, and this is who you're voting for. All these allegations started coming out from different uh, well, news sources. Yeah. So the thing is that it was one one news source, and, and then it caught fire. It actually, I was uh, so this article made it to the New York Post, right? Um, and the I just want to say, the Blaze, a, Politico, that the original <laughs> news source. Are we saying who it is? No. The original news source. I did a little bit of research on it. It is a far right. Mm-hmm. Um, publication. Um, okay. So it, it's not even more of a right-leaning publication. It is a far-right uh, publication mm-hmm. with terrible, terrible uh, criticism of not being transparent mm-hmm. and of not being truthful and of mixing things to the point of not being, you know, not being truthful at all. Okay. So that is the publication that kind of started this. And for those of you who want to know the name of the publication, it's somewhere in our comments. I'm sure. I'm sure. <laughs> so the reason why I'm dissecting this down mm-hmm. isn't even so much because a publication said that. Because let's just be honest, especially nowadays, you know, and, and we see this from celebrities even. Right. News sources are going to say whatever they can for clickbait. And we've talked about clickbait here many times. Um, So it didn't really surprise me that a news source, especially with a bias, Mm -hmm. is going to get something that you said like that Mm -hmm. or what that other gentleman said and twist it around and turn it into something else. Mm -hmm. 
that part didn't surprise me. The part that I find really interesting and I really want to like talk about, and it proves, it proves, it, it's like if this was a science experiment, mm -hmm. it proves what we have talked about several times here in this podcast that in today's political climate, people don't care about the truth. The truth doesn't matter. It's whatever your group and whatever your tribe is going with, right? right? So we posted this on our Instagram, obviously. We posted Ishmael's video um, with the whole question on our Instagram TV. And then the next day when this whole story came out, Ishmael posted a statement. I, I thought it was very like cool that we had it's like we made it we had to get I mean, an official geez, statement like it's it's crazy to me that so ishmael is there giving you know giving a statement he, he wrote up a statement it's on our instagram as to what happened right a very succinct version of basically this conversation and yet despite first-hand knowledge direct direct you know, um, explanation of what happened. There were still people, a lot of people commenting, people that don't follow us, right. people that somehow, I, I don't know if it was because of the hashtags. I don't Probably. know if it's because, I don't know, they just looked up your name, whatever. People that came to our page and yet despite him explaining the trajectory of what happened and a lot of also comments by me, you know, in <laughs> yes. there, there were people who still refused to believe the truth, well, even after it was explained to them. And I, and I will say, I find it interesting that there were people who didn't believe it on either side. Right. That's the part that I found very interesting because, again, I, I just presented a very middle of the road. This is what happened. No bias, no nothing or what have you. But it was interesting to me that... It was... It was I, I love the guy who said that, oh, you were totally unnatural. And I'm like... That's why I had to respond. I'm like, if you listen to any of 129 <laughs> episodes of our podcast, he sounds exactly the same. And right. he was reading off a card that he wrote. Right. But I, again, I think it's interesting that there are people on both sides, right. you know, who are saying, again, who are disagreeing with my statement on both sides of the aisle. And it, it, it that, I think, is what boggled me the most. You know what I mean? Like, wow. It just goes to show, and again, what we've said is that, you know, regardless of your biases... You are always well, going to come out with your point of view. And you can always probably find something in everything that's out there to agree with your position or disagree with your position, whatever it is. Well, I think it was I think it was a little layered with what you're saying. Because, for example, their mind was made up. You were a plant. I don't know if you're a plant from Joe Biden, if you're a plant from the Democrats, whoever planted right. you, you right. know, right. you were a plant and there is nothing you could. And I just thought it was so funny. I'm like, oh, my God, there they go. These people believe they believe this. And I bet you that they'll go and say, do your research, because that's that's the whole thing now that people are right. like, oh, right. go do your research. And I'm like, no, my research is much more than Fox News and Breitbart. But. That's what they throw at you. Do your research. Um, that these people, despite you explaining to them and giving them facts and giving them a trajectory of to the events that led up to this, will not believe that you were not a plant. They just won't. Right. And that's... And then what, what I found really interesting on the more left side of it right. was that people... We're giving you shit for 
quote unquote supposedly being undecided or basically having my own opinion or having your own opinion or being no at the end of the day having my own opinion because i was not discretionary being discretionary in in so far as that like you want to wait to see what he says you already know what trump says does and what he represents but now you want to see what joe biden the candidate has to say right Right, and you were withholding your final, you know, decision to see what he said. So I think it was interesting that those people were also giving you shit. It's like, how dare you? How disappointing right. that you have, you're not voting for Joe Biden. You know, God forbid that you sit there and want to, you know, and rationally have, right. listen to his policies, right? right. So yes, I, I I thought it was just really, and it wasn't everybody, it wasn't everybody, but like no, always. no, but but yeah, and and I will say, you know, this it's funny because uh, you know, obviously, you know, we've had we've we've got some you know some friends who've had experiences like this in the past, um, who have reached out to me, and they were actually very kind, very. You know, very, very loving, and you know, it's those t- it's those moments. I'm actually, I'm like getting emotional. It's those, you know, people c- reaching out that it's like, okay, you know what? It'll be okay because I'm not gonna lie. You know, when something like this happens in such a heated political climate, you know, it's a it's a little it's a little nerve wracking. Mm-hmm. You know, because I like to think that the average person. Eh, may you know may leave a comment and may you know call me stupid or what have you for whatever reason but you know i like to think it ends there but you don't know did you hear the thing about the governor of michigan no there was a plot to kidnap her oh shit yeah and they discovered it today there's like they were gonna kidnap the governor of Michigan. I mean, it's not a laughing matter. No, it's not, but, but, but it's but, just, right. when you read it, it's like, what? In this day and age? Like, I, 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 for some reason, like, when I read the headline, I thought about the kidnapping scene in Fargo. Oh, okay, yeah, and yeah, she's yeah, like, yeah. Woo! Yeah. With her mom. Like, I'm like, this is insane. That This is like, even, <laughs> we're even talking about this. Well, in 2020, then again, no, it's not insane that we're talking about yeah, this. Yeah, but I mean, I, I, I will be completely honest. I mean, like, yesterday, I... I was in a funk. You well, know, yeah, because was, your name gets thrown out there. You know, I, I, you know, was thrown out there. And, you know, I, I like I said, I don't want to keep talking about it because there's there's a part of me that now it's, it's sad because it, it went from something that I was proud of being part of the 2020 electoral process. You know, I looked at it from the perspective of regardless of who the candidate is, you know, I would have asked the same question. Had they, I mean, had they asked me to go and do a town hall with President Trump, I would have gone as well. Mm-hmm. I would have, number one, because it's exposure for the podcast. But I think this is a valid question for either party. No, I think it's a very important question. You know, it's a very important question. I think it's question. a question that a lot of people would have wanted to hear, even people that are not fans of his or, right. or voting for him. Right. Because I'm giving you something to think about, mm-hmm. you know, based on the answer. Um, you know, it's just sad that it, it went from that high of, you know, Monday of like, wow, that was such a great, cool experience. And I'm still unpacking. Oh my God. It smells on HD. And then, oh. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow wherever you are. 
Tap the banner to go to monday.com. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Was that like a Terry Hatcher situation? No, no, no. You okay. looked good. Okay. And you didn't look 10 pounds heavier. I know. That's what I noticed too. Um, but no, you know, to, to this. And, and it's just to me, you know, it's sad. It's, it, it depresses me that something like this has happened in, in, in the face of the question that I asked. Mm-hmm. It's just uh, where we are nowadays. It's just where we are. And it's unfortunate. Um, I had a little issue of my own with your video on a very, very different level. So I did something that I... <laughs> Were you unable to record it? <laughs> you know, I did something that I should have not done. Okay. But I did it. I actually commented on YouTube because I just couldn't take it anymore. <laughs> so on YouTube, you, the, the video of the town hall was... Uploaded then by NBC and MSNBC. Okay. And I can't remember which one of the two is the one that I commented on. Mm-hmm. Somebody made a comment like, where the on YouTube, right, right, right. they were like, where the hell are they recording this? <laughs> Under a bridge? <laughs> and then people are like, oh yeah, you know, Miami, you know, because that's where the bums hang out. Right. Oh yeah, you know, Miami, <laughs> you know, probably filled with drug dealers. So the people were like kind of creative this narrative. This narrative of where of it like was. Where it was, yeah. right? Oh yeah, because you know, uh housing in Miami is so expensive that they're giving that's uh, where they people, are the- <laughs> No, they're giving people a preview of where they're gonna be and end up living under a bridge. Mind you, the bridge was in the foreground, not you were not under right, the bridge. Right, 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 right. So people right. just went on. I'm like, no. No, 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 no. You know how I feel about YouTube comments. Don't engage. Don't engage. Don't engage. Don't engage. But I was like, nope. I'm engaging. I was like, stop me because I'm engaging. And I was like, the town hall meeting is being, I was very civil. Okay. The town hall meeting is being held at the Perez Art Museum, which is at Bicentennial Park, which is right. on the bank, which is on Biscayne Bay, Bay in downtown Miami. The bridge that you see in the foreground is the MacArthur Causeway, <laughs> which, like connects, which connects um, Miami Beach with my, the, downtown Miami. Would you like a GPS location of where <laughs> of where this was held? Yeah, the set was really nice. I have to say, the set was beautiful. No, like, and that was, area was, yeah. there, that the, the courtyard, skyline and the all courtyard that, yeah. of the Perez Art Museum is stunning. Yeah, it's, it's absolutely really beautiful, and it, and I'm surprised though. I just from a like planning point of view, the, because the MacArthur Causeway at night is lit up by LEDs mm-hmm. in different colors. Yeah, so I'm just surprised that that night they didn't light it up. Maybe it was a Secret Service thing. Let me tell you something. The Secret Service. There's no joke. Oh my God, those people! I think when you get the job, they officially remove your smile muscles. Like yeah. they were no joke. They were coming on the all of it. You could see like on the water. There was helicopters. It was like, okay then. Yeah. Who knows? I mean, maybe yeah. Maybe it was some reason. Maybe it was production that. Who knows? But it, it was interesting that. Oh, they maybe didn't... it would have caused a glare. Who knows? But it was just surprising that they didn't light the MacArthur Bri- uh, Causeway because yeah. generally when it's lit, it's very beautiful and it it um 
it uh, reflects on the water. Yeah. But it's like, even that, I had to be there like, <laughs> wait, this is not under a bridge, people. This is in a museum, a right. very beautiful museum. Yes. Like, very new. And no, it's no, new. No, no, I mean, it's not even no, like an old museum. No, no, porque ahorita they were going to be like, yeah, that's where everybody in Miami lives, under the bridge. Under the bridge. <laughs> so, and I further, uh. I, I also did the mistake, mm-hmm. which again, I... And we've talked about this here a hundred times. I generally do not engage politically on social media. I may post political things. Right, right, right. And even if people... I don't even do that. Even... I I would say I'm benign political. Like, I I post every now and then I'll post something political. And even if I get some bad comment about it, Mm -hmm. I usually do it on my stories. And not on on my... Feed because my feed, you know, has to be color coordinated. Yes, you're very anal. Yes, yes, it's it, there is <laughs> no, but it's true. You know that my feed has like a yes, it co- it's color coded. Like yeah. right, summer, all my pictures are blue, and then in the fall, whatever. And um, <laughs> so, so usually it's in my stories. And if I get a bad comment, I don't respond. I don't engage to other people's comments on Instagram. But there were a couple of people that I. Again, I broke my own rules. I engaged with because they went down, you know, that whole like Democrats are socialist and communist and ta- mm-hmm. rabbit hole, which again, I'm always like, do not engage, do not engage, do not engage. Pero ese día me cogieron de, de momento. Yeah, they, they got my moment and I was like, really? I was like, really? Tell me. Yeah. What is that you have to say to me? I have not engaged with anyone. I... You know, yesterday I did the one... I, I, I did something yesterday. That, that's probably why I was in the funk, because it's, like, the unhealthy thing to do. Um, I didn't read any of the comments on any of the articles, because I didn't need that type of negativity in my life. But I kept checking several sites to see how much further below the fold the story had gotten to kind of start to gauge when <laughs> I'm off page one, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, and things like that. And I know that that's not healthy. Um but I will say, and I'm by, by no means am I equating myself at that level. But I, I, I get, I can understand why celebrities either you have to have a very thick skin for it, or it, it they they go nuts because it's, you know, this is was on such a small scale because ultimately, people were attacking NBC, right? Like it wasn't so much in a, that they were attacking me, but. But your name is out there. But my name is out there. And, you know, it's 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 just one of those things that I like. I, you know, I, I never. Th- de mi I re- <laughs> no, but she was uh, the speaker at my UM graduation. Well, there we go. Full circle. Um, Yeah, it was just it's just a weird experience. You know, I'm sure, you know, a decade or so from now, it'll be like that. You know? Remember back when. <laughs> right. Remember when I would, you know, like I like I told people, I'm just like, wow, how slow of a news day must it have been that I was a story? Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, for God's sake, there was a hurricane in Mexico, and yet I was a story. <laughs> you were just collateral damage. That's exactly what it is. Oh, yeah, it wasn't even one of Arnold's better movies. <laughs> hey, everyone, it's DJ, and it's not an exaggeration to say that 2020 has been literally just a little nuts, right? Pero that's no reason to let your nuts go wild. Bueno, Manscaped is here to help. 
Look, we've been telling you about Manscaped and their line of products all year long, specifically Manscaped Lawnmower 3.0 hair trimmer. But they've got a lot more products for you down there. Manscaped's Crop Care Kit is the ultimate hygiene pack for your dirty bits. The Crop Care Kit includes the Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant, no explanation there. The Crop Reviver Ball Toner with a touch of aloe, you know, for smoothness and freshness. And the Crop Mop Ball Wipes for when you need a quick refresh, you know, after a long and steamy, humid day in Miami. And the Foot Duster Foot Deodorant. Because, you know, us guys, our feet always kind of sort of stink. Unless you're always in chancletas like me. But anyway... All free of sulfates, dyes, and parabens, so your boys are in good hands. So use promo code PERO20 at manscaped.com to get 20% off your order and free shipping. 20% off to keep your balls fresh, huh? Bueno, pues claro. So visit manscaped.com today and use promo code PERO20 for 20% off the crop care kit or any other purchase. Mi gente, we know this year's already been plenty scary, but there's always room for ghosts and brujas. This year, the ghouls and goblins are gathering at the Horrorland, South Florida's first 100% drive-through haunted house attraction. On select dates from October 1st through October 31st, Halloween, you can experience 35 chilling minutes across seven haunted house themes from Allison Horrorland to Christmas Nightmare. No, hasta la crisma are getting in on the spooky fun this year. And all from the safety of your car, pa que no te dé la corona. Starting at less than 50 bucks per car, tickets for the Horrorland drive through Haunted House must be purchased in advance at www.thehorrorland.com. So gather up your wolf pack or your ghoul friends and experience the Horrorland, South Florida's safest, spookiest attraction this Halloween season. So moving right along from that, so so we 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 passed this. Did you watch the debate? I did not because I was so. I was politically exhausted You're so over it that I was politically exhausted. Like I, I, I genuinely cannot. I can't. So I can't think politics so for the rest was of the week. The uh, vice presidential debate uh, with um, Vice President Mike Pence and um, Kamala Harris. Listen, it I do was... know all about La Mosca. Be, oh my God! Cuando la mosca vino, first of all, La Mosca won the debate. No, <laughs> that's the clear winner. The winner yeah. was La Mosca. Forget no, it. No, okay. You know that if that would have been held here in Miami, una chancleta would have flown over Mike Pence's head, <laughs> and Secret Service would have had to interject. Yes, but the fly would have been gone. The fly would, the have, been fly would have been gone. Or my mom. My mom, the guy atrás las moscas with ta- with towels, <laughs> and then it's like boom contra la pared, boom. And I'm like, oh my god. Ugh. Um, yeah, that was so. F- and it's so it's so funny because I'm sure that would happen to me, happen to everybody else. At first, I was like, I. Are you not mocha on my TV? Right, there's something wrong with my TV. Where yeah, did, right, my, where did right. that mocha come from? And it's like, oh no, it's on Mike Pence's head. Yeah, that sucks. <laughs> That's gotta suck. Yeah, I wonder if he noticed. I would like to think that if he noticed, he would have tried to at least, you know, do something. No, no, no. Oh, excuse me. That's kind of like, you know, when a woman who's on stage loses an earring. What earring? No, right. That's what I'm saying. Like, I think, you know, you, you, you either... I wonder if... Come on, come... <laughs> 
<laughs> Kamala Harris noticed. She was like, oh shit, there's a fly on Mike Pence's head. <laughs> well, probably not. Like they had very thick plexiglass. Yeah, so you probably couldn't feet apart. You couldn't have um, seen it. Yeah. I actually thought the debate was good. Um, mm-hmm. Both held their own. She, He was there to defend Trump's record. She was there to attack Trump's mm-hmm. record. I think they both came in to do what they had. That's what they came in to do. And I think they both did it. Basically, they did the job of a vice president, which is to support your president. Right. I, so I, I wouldn't even say there was a winner or loser. I think they both went in with an agenda as to what they mm-hmm. had to do. And they both did it somewhat successfully. Uh, I give him credit. He was very cordial to her. He he spoke a lot over time. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot. But he was very cordial to her and he even complimented her at one point. Uh, so I, I appreciated that, especially coming from, you know, Celebrity Deathmatch the right. week before. <laughs> oh my God, if Celebrity Deathmatch was, was around? around, you know they would have done that. That totally would have been a thing. Um, so I think it was what a debate should be, you know. Right, right. There were some heated moments between the two of them, but all within But that's reason, a debate. All within reason. There was civility. Um, I think that's what a debate should be. So, um, we may not have a debate on October 15th. Oh, they took away your birthday present. No. Uh, the <laughs> next debate here in Miami, yeah. uh, scheduled here in Miami on October 15th. Right, but that was uh, on your birthday. Yes. <laughs> um, Trump said he's not doing it. But they, because they wanted to do it virtual, correct? Yes. Okay. He said it's a waste of time. To do a virtual debate. Yes. I don't agree. I think any debate is a valid debate. Yeah. Yeah, but the thing is that if it's a virtual debate, he can put on the show. Fair. It takes control it takes control out of everybody's hands. Right. He can't put on the show. So and it, and if it's by Zoom, it could probably be a little bit more controlled in terms of um if you're over right, right, over right, especially right, right, right. a lot over Right, right, right. Substantial. Next. Yeah. <laughs> We're yeah, zooming yeah. out. <laughs> zooming no, out. They'll, they'll, they'll mute you. Yeah. They'll mute you. That's true. So he'll probably change his mind. So, but, and also, you know, we record, uh, we've said this before, our shows drop on Friday and we record usually, we, we like to record as soon as, you know, as soon as we can, as late as we can, I mean. Yeah. Yeah. Prior to the Friday dropping, so many times we do record on Thursdays. Fa- hashtag fake Friday. fake Friday, but it is Friday for real, right? Yes, no, of no it's Friday. It's Friday up in here. <laughs> well, I think it's already Friday in Australia, so we're so technically we're always okay. It, we're Fridays in the. It's literally on the horizon. Okay, okay. Uh, but when we finished recording yesterday, last week, uh, episode one twenty nine. Hours later was when they made the diagnosis of Trump having coronavirus. Oh, that's right. I totally forgot. Yeah, you forgot. Well. <laughs> Listen, I've had other things to yeah. deal with this week. So what do we think about this? So I, I so w- most importantly, do you think it's going to matter to the people who are naysayers? So here's the thing, and I'm actually going to, I'm going to say something that's probably going to be like, you know, against what, what you're thinking. Um... I think at this point, the coronavirus, we have to be cautious and we should wear the masks and, and all of that. But I I do think that, you know, he said something to the effect of like, you know, we can't live our lives in fear of this virus. And I, and I agree. I mean, we can't because we can't just spend the rest of our lives holed up in a house. Okay. I mean, are you going to spend the rest of your life just sitting in your living room and, you know, and hoping for the best? No, but you have to be very, very careful. But right. But I'm saying is, you know. You, you should wear a mask. You should go about as much of your daily life as possible. 
Now, I don't think it's going to matter because I think at the end of the day, people in this election, at the end of the day, people have already made up their minds. You know what I mean? For the, the majority of people are either here or here. And that's just because the way they've it done is. Their research. Because they've done their research, their respective research. Um, you know, so either way, it's, it's not going to change any minds. I honestly, at this point, I mean, I know the coronavirus is new and I know we have to be careful with it. But I think at this point, I mean, we should just all get it. I just get it over with. No. No, 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 no. That's, no. No, because... No, that's wrong. Mira. No, that's wrong. It's a new virus, so obviously we don't know what could happen. But you know what? At the end of the day, some of us may have already even had it and not known because we didn't have symptoms. But there's a lot of people that are very susceptible to that. Fair enough. I'm saying, but there's a lot of people who are susceptible to a lot of things. I mean, you know... Right. So, should people be subject to this whereas if we're just a little bit careful wear masks do some social no, no, no. distancing you should be the, careful the risks but, okay, go down okay you should be careful but the reality of it is that at the end of the day the only person whose actions you can control is your own so if you want to wear the mask because you've because you think it's the right thing to do which i agree is the right thing to do then do it but don't get into again i still don't think we know what happened at the walmart on 87th and coral way where one guy shot another guy a las nueve de la mañana in a Walmart because there was an argument over social distancing and a mask. Okay, well, okay. Obviamente, that's not the norm. But I'm just saying, like, you know what? I, I think it's, you know, if you want to do it, do it. And if you don't want to wear a mask, you know what? You will pay the consequence. You will get your coronavirus. Right, but, but okay, but that's one thing. And another thing is saying, oh, just everybody get it already and get it over with. Well, that's just me because I'm just over it. <laughs> okay, please please retract that <laughs> statement. We retract that statement. Right? Oh, God, I'm retracting everything. Like oh, the record. No, you're not retracting your. I'm just what saying you said. the record. The record. Sorry, the record. Okay. So we're retracting that statement off the record. I'm, I'm serious. Is there a court reporter in here? I feel I'm in a dead. I was gonna say. I feel like it's I, been a while since I've done a deposition. Yeah, but, attorney, you, know. you is a little scary. I'm not yeah. gonna lie. Oh my gosh, you whatever. We have to have a conversation. <laughs> Off topic, off record, off recording. Off One list, time yes. that a friend of mine came to my office and I was like on fire with somebody else. And oh. he's like, who is that and who are you? Yeah, it's like, it's a little, <laughs> it's a little scary. It's a little scary. Um, no, I just think that, <clears throat> uh, look, I mean, of course, like everybody else, I, I, I don't care for the guy. But, you know, he is the president and... And I just as a human being, I, I hope that he was okay, and I continue to hope that he's okay. Yeah. Um, and I will and, say, and, and even just as the president, as much as I may disagree with him, he is still the president of our country. And God forbid something happened to him, you know, that would send our country into a frenzy. Because right. whether you like it or not, he is the president of the United States. Yeah. Well, that's why when when you know when people were criticizing that they're like, oh, the doctors aren't telling us everything, they're not telling us everything, and blah blah. I was like. Oh, yeah, yeah. How many people in this country didn't even know that FDR was in a wheelchair? Yes. Well, but... But, but, but what I'm would, saying is... What I'm saying is... There's that's certain nothing thi- new. There's, it's, a, it's nothing new. But B, there's certain things. Like, people also have this belief that they deserve to know everything about everything. And it's like, you know what? To your point, this is the president of the United States. If he is in very dire straits, that is not something that you want telephoned. You know what I mean? So you're not going to get... You know the the, the nitty gritty. Yeah, but I I okay, but I do think that the health of a, the president is, should be public knowledge, especially if it's something significant. But I don't but I don't but I don't think to the level that people were 
criticizing and saying like you know oh well we don't know about his oxygen level we don't know about his da 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 and it's just like well because remember that the thing with this virus is that it's very new and it hits people very differently like I just heard the other day from several credible sources that it, it, it stated that they found that a lot of people who reacted negatively to the coronavirus like got really sick were people that had low vitamin D and I was like going oh damn yeah <laughs> You know, and, and I'm like, who thinks of vitamin D? And and most Americans, actually. I, I don't know about most, it's just Americans, but most people have low vitamin D. Yes. Yeah. So, you know, it, it, it's still a virus that th there's still a lot that we don't know. No, I agree. And that's why I say we should be, you know, precautious with everything. But again, at the same time, it's one of those like, you know what? If you don't want to wear a mask, don't wear the mask. Don't, fine. Don't wear the mask. If you don't want to wear the mask, don't wear the mask. I'm not going to get into an argument with you about it. Oh, I'm, I'm not going to get into an argument with you either. I will just walk away. Well, I'll keep my distance, but the fact I'll keep is... keep my distance, But yeah. I mean, listen, I've been social distancing since before coronavirus. Unless I am waiting at Jersey Mike's because actually, that it's the only time I've told somebody without a mask to back away. I was at Jersey Mike's mm. because there was only one girl making the subs. And okay. have you gone to Jersey Mike's? Not the one that you Okay, love. Jersey Mike's, they slice the meat for you. Oh, so it's fresh. Yeah, so it's not like Subway that everything's like pre-packaged. No, right. Aki, they have to put the ham in the slicer, slice the ham, right. slice the roast It's fresh, it's fresh. It's fresh, but whatever. But you know? time consuming. And there was one girl, I think everybody else was out to lunch, and there were two people in front of me, and my whole thing to go get a sub, I was now by minute 25. I'm like, going to 25 minutes to get a freaking sub. And the guy behind me walks in without a mask, mm -hmm. and he was like on top of me. Right. And that's when I told him, I'm like, sir... Do you mind if wearing a mask or backing up a little bit? Right. And he did. He actually went outside. Oh, well. see, <laughs> and he I waited just, by the door. I, I just need personal because space. Because I'm like, no, I'm already. He was on top of me. That's what I'm saying. Right? I just need personal space. I'm like, no, no, no. I've already waited 25 minutes here at Jersey Mike's. I am not walking away because I want. Yeah, I want my damn lunch. <laughs> I want my clubs, my club sandwich, Mike's way, <laughs> and I. Have you, you you have been to Jersey? I Mike's? have been, but it's been a while. Have I told you about the the size conundrum? Yes, you have. <laughs> so there's small, there's large, and there's extra large. There's no medium. Let's not even talk about the, the small. The large is too small, and the extra large is ginormous. So, so what I'm do like, you do? I'm like, what do I do? I'm like, bueno, always go bigger. That's true. <laughs> and you can save you can save the other half for lunch. But for so caro, they're like eighteen dollars. Wow. But they give you really good coupons. Oh, well, okay. So it balances out. So here we were talking about uh, the presidential election <laughs> and coronavirus to Jersey Mike's. That was like a whole free advertisement. That was a whole, yeah, exactly. We just get a total Mike's. free plug. Like, you know what? Enjoy it, Jersey Mike. Enjoy it. So are you thirsty? A little bit. A little bit thirsty after this week? A little bit, yes. I could, you use, use, I could use a drink. Yeah. Double. <laughs> we all. So um, I'm very excited about my, my soda this week because... She's America's national treasure. And I think we may... I'm sure we've given her a last soda before. Betty White? Betty White. Oh, what did Betty White do? So, somebody so loved like Betty White. It's funny because like, if I were to hear anything negative about Betty White, I'd be like, no. I'd be like, no, I don't want to hear it. No, I, just, I don't want to hear it. I don't, I don't care. I don't, don't, don't want to hear, don't hear it. But yet... All, everything about her is just so wonderful and it always has been. Yeah. That's why she's so loved by everybody. So Betty White, well, you got to be under a rock to not know, <laughs> but she's been on in television since the 1940s. Yeah. So going on 75 plus years on TV. that she's been, been on TV. And in 1954, she had the Betty White show, which was a variety show. Yep. 
And she invited a gentleman called Arthur Duncan, mm -hmm. who was a black tap dancer. Okay. Oh, and, I think I've seen this clip. And she, he tap danced on her show. Mm -hmm. And she liked it so much that she brought him back for more. Mm -hmm. And she was criticized, and her show got even canceled because wow. of that. And she kept bringing him on. Wow. At, at, at the risk of getting canceled, which she did. So, and that was in 1954. Just think about it. That was 10 years before the Civil Rights Act. Wow. Right? And it was Betty White. And she was still, she was still fairly young. Uh, she was, bueno. she was 32. She, I mean, well, she was young. She I was mean, at the beginning of, still at the beginning of her career. Yeah. That could have been the, the end, end of, of her it. career. Yeah, yeah. And yet she did what was right. So I thought it was, especially right now in these times, I, I thought it was right. She obviously did the right thing, but I thought it was important to bring up that even so many years ago, we're talking about 1954, mm -hmm. so that's 66 years ago, there were still some, there were still people at that time still trying to do the right thing, you yeah. know? So it, it warrants a refreshment on, on a. Well, and she could probably use some refreshment as well. Yeah. So my last soda is actually going um, to. Free journalism? To no, to a teenager uh, called Jabri Parker, uh, Parks. Sorry, Jabri Parks. Um, Julia White. No, Jabri Parks. He's a Philadelphia teenager who has epilepsy and has been suffering from seizures since he was two years old. So he recently found out that he was going to be getting a wish from the Make a Wish Foundation. We all know the Make a Wish oh, Foundation. Yes. Yes. Um, so he knew exactly what he wanted to do instead of. You know, going to the Make-A-Wish and saying, like, I want to go to a theme park. I want to meet a celebrity. I want to go on vacation. You know, I want this. I want, I want, I want. What he did was he said that his wish was to dress up as a superhero for the day. Mm -hmm. and, then help, and then hit the streets of Philadelphia, helping and feeding the city's homeless. So that Aww. led to the donation of supplies and 300 boxed lunches to Project Home and Hub of Hope with the support of Wawa and other local organizations. So, you know, here's a kid, you know, who was given a, a, a make a wish. You know, he, he's a child with, with a, you know, with a, an illness. And, you know, instead of thinking of himself, he thought of others. And I, I damn well think that that's deserving of a soda. It definitely is. Wow. And that he wanted to donate. Yeah. Right, that it wasn't like I just want to do the superhero thing. And, right, right, right. You know. Well, there we go. Yes. Well, <clears throat> that was a hell of a week. Uh, I know, <laughs> I know. I just hope it kind of goes away. I can't imagine that I'm front page news much longer. No, you're not. Just think, this is how Britney felt in 2007. Uh, I'm already almost bald, so I just go for it. Get an umbrella and hit see the what town. happens. See what happens. <laughs> So we were kidding by that. That was not real. We were kidding by that. So well, yeah, we, we, we hope you listen, laugh, and learn. Remember to grab your uh, corogueta, your pastelito, and your cafe, cafecito. And uh, that was episode 130, everybody. Thank you so, so much. Have a great weekend, pero Friday. Thank you for joining us. Yeah, cuídense, mi gente. Bye. Pero Let Me Tell You is co-hosted by Darian Borges and Ismaeliano, produced by Ismaeliano, and our theme, Pero Let Me Tell You Freestyle, is composed by Michael Angelo Lomlaplex, the official gay guy. And don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review on iTunes. Imagine. 
Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bolin Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bolin Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bolinbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on.